Welcome back. Oh no. To the Big Bad Beetle Bros. Scenes. <laughs> we had so many funny things, and now we're entering on technical shit. Yep. Just the the. So anyway, my core quad, my quad core uh, 1080p processor is not uh, fluctuating at the gigahertz that I wanted it to be at, and. Uh, Linus Tech Tips? Is that you? <laughs> you found me out. Me, Ryan, of the Big Bad Beetle Bros, is Linus Tech Tips. <laughs> I'm also... Oh, fuck. What's that? Uh, uh, sim- simple... Or, like, that food show that is... It's an Australian guy. All we know is that he's Australian, but he has, like, that food channel where it's, like, just his hands. Not, like, the messed up one where it's, like... He just slaps oh. eggs and things. Oh, uh, how to like, basic? How to basic? Yes. yes, I'm also how to basic, as <laughs> I clearly uh, showed from my lack of memory. <laughs> what the channel was called? <laughs> well, when you do it all the time, you just you know the name slips. Yeah, they bleed together. I forget the name of the podcast. Sometimes like I deny that I'm a Beetle Bro, thinking that it's how to basic. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, but I'm Cam. I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. And. uh... We're back with a regular episode this week. Yeah. Uh, it's the 21st episode of Season 2, Beetleborg Metallics. So the it's, uh, first episode of the season that's allowed to drink. Yep. Um, so for that, it's, we share a, an Austin East Ciders Maker's Stash Lemon and Ginger Cider. And I'm drinking a uh, Fruit. Is that how we'd say that? F-R-U-C-H-T. Fruit. Fruit. Boysenberry uh, Ale. It's very good. You didn't sound angry enough. It's not German. Marzenberry fruit. There it is. And I'm drinking water. (laughs) Like a now, is that locally sourced, or did Nestle have to exploit the labor of underprivileged countries to get that? No, actually, uh, I express order from Nestle. Okay. I, know, I want the most. So you're a cruel- good person. Yeah, I want the most anti anti cruelty water. <laughs> it's like I the want opposite it ripped of- from the hands of those who need it. <laughs> it's the opposite of cruelty free water. Yeah. If nobody suffered, I don't want it. They yeah. ring out a toddler to get that water, <laughs> and I'm paying you exclusively in blood diamonds. <laughs> my, my neighbor once offered me tomatoes she grew in her garden. I said, "No way, Jose." You obviously enjoyed growing those. I can't accept them. <laughs> if a cartel didn't cut your hands off while you were making it, I don't want it. <laughs> God. Uh, so, uh, this episode, oh, the, the, the horrible and cruelty kind of fits the what? this. The horror bell and cruelty ah, kind of fits ah, this, gotcha, uh, yeah. fits Sorry. this episode. You had a weird okay. accent on it. Yeah, episode. I know, I know. <laughs> I always forget the inflection on there. Uh, so this episode's name is The Poe and the Pendulum. For those of you who are not uh, uh, literature savvy, that is a play on... Can't fucking read. (laughs) For our Um, illiterate audience out there. Or if any unfortunate elementary schoolers have stumbled upon this (laughs) and have listened to episode 569... Uh, nice. Yeah, it's a, a play on Poe's work, The Pit and the Pendulum, in which uh, somebody, it, what, it's a guy taking care of a, a dying dude, mm. and he wants him to just hurry up and die so he can get the inheritance, right? Yeah. And then he kills him, he accelerates the death process, and buries the heart, or is it just the heart? No, that's, uh, that's the that's telltale, telltale heart. Telltale heart, duh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> pit and the oh. Pendulum's the weird axe thing that's on a pendulum, and he gets... Yeah. Okay, see, I'm not qualified to talk about this anymore. Both of those come up in this episode, kind of. Yeah, that's why I'm getting confused, because it, it, it integrates at least 
three or four Poe stories the into Raven, this episode. Cask of Amontillado. Yeah, yeah, that was the other Hidden one. Hidden the Pendulum and Telltale Heart. Telltale Heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the Fangula thing has to be Telltale Heart because that's the closest. I can't think of another one that would have fit. Ryan was right, though. Like, during that part, it was playing, like, the backing music track had a heart. Yeah. It did. Yeah, yeah, that was so cool. And, I mean, we could get to it later, but know that whenever we eventually forget about it, whenever we're going yes. through that part of the episode, it does have a heartbeat kind of thing overlaid in the soundtrack, and that's really neat. Yeah. It's one of the few, like, uh, editing things where it's not, like, a, an overt nasty CGI that I think they do really well. Yeah. And for as uh, much as I kind of dislike this episode to be, f- like, completely forthright here, I uh, as much as I love Poe... They pulled a Dallas. They did. They, they pulled did. a Dallas. <laughs> and again, we'll get to it. But, yeah. like, despite all of that, I think the way that the episode was put together was really cool. Yeah, it was... It, it was a... Uh, we, we were talking before... We watched the episode and we just saw the title. Uh, there's been a handful of not necessarily literary inspired episodes, but there's been a lot of like uh, classic horror IP inspired episodes. There's the obvious Life of Frankenbean or whatever. Yeah, there's the obvious like Bride, Bride, Bride and Son of Frankenbeans. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there was the Phantom of the Opera knockoff. Yeah. There was Quincy Moto. Mm-hmm. So there's been a handful that are like classic. I don't know if horror is the right horror, weird fiction, something along those lines. Which, now that we mentioned Quincy Moto, uh, the I Vampire like Hunters are very like, yeah, oh yeah. Well, they had the whole Van Helsing yeah. thing, which ties into the Dracula yeah. literature. Um, but uh, it, it's interesting because uh, now we are so f- many years separated from the first episode we did on Quincy Moto. Um, so, for those of you who don't know. The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Notre Dame was uh was uh written because Hugo uh, uh not uh, not not weaving no uh oh shit um the author of Hunchback of Notre Dame uh something Victor Hugo yep is that I right think, uh hang on Victor Hugo is an author is he the author of that I feel like he's something else not the Disney movie yeah. <laughs> Who wrote the Disney movie? That's the that's the original guy, Victor well, Hugo. You were right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Victor In Hugo. Whenever eighty-two. He wrote because uh, no, he was, that was when he was, was a based. Parisian author that wrote uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame in eighteen thirty-three. Yeah, because <laughs> he saw that uh, Notre Dame Cathedral was in such a state of disarray and uh, abandonment that he was like, "Come on, it's such a a wonderful piece of historical and religious architecture." Like. I need to do something. So he wrote that, and it it really did spark interest in it, and that's why we today know it is because not only the story took off, because people are like, you know what? Yeah, that old that old place is all right, isn't it? You know, hunchbacks live there, so it can't be all bad. Fast forward to 2019. <laughs> yeah, and then we did the episode on Quincy Moto, and it burned it down. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was us. literature is very powerful. So I think maybe we should take pause and reflect on if yeah. we should publish this episode. <laughs> a bunch of rich. <laughs> we people. got four literary works yeah. in here. We'll be careful we, about what's it. What's it going to do? Burn down Baltimore? <laughs> no, well, you uh, see, that, they've uh, done that a couple times. We got to do a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, uh, indirectly Poe's works might have inspired some unhinged people to maybe go forth with acts of violence. So maybe us doing this episode will cause some peace in the world. Indirectly might be degenerous. I feel like some of Ellen his Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the one. Uh, 
Yeah, so this episode, we'll just get right into it because we, <laughs> right. I want to get to the Poe stuff, and that takes a little bit. Uh, yeah. So, Flabber and the monsters are having this, like, big feast, and unlike... It's like Thanksgiving, but... Yes. Uh, but unlike most of the glorious. times we see them having a feast, these aren't, like, weird, like, worms and bugs and dead animals. It, it's yeah. like hamburgers and mashed potatoes and cookies. Well, it's very clearly, like, you can see from the spread, it's like something uh, impeached President Donald Trump would have uh, put laid out on this table. Like, there, it was like filet of fishes yeah. and shit like that. I thought it looked like a, a tray of the uh, reheated frozen uh, White Castle right. uh, sliders that yeah. you can get. Because um, it just looks like something that, like, the set dresser or somebody was like, oh, fuck, we're supposed to have a big feast set today. Uh, there's McDonald's on the way. How <laughs> many of y'all have burgers that have been under the light a little too long? <laughs> I have $30 in a van. I'd absolutely be like, fine with having a table loaded down with White Castle and filet of fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, so they're like, they're, they're, you know, eating all of this, like, fairly normal food, and then... Um, Flabber, like, transforms into a kind of, like, a, a fat, like, Henry VIII-style king. Uh, I think that's literally the inspiration that he's going for, yeah. is Henry VIII, engorgent bastard. Yeah. Uh, and then Little Ghoul... The gout flowing through <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. Little Ghoul comes up, and she's got a dessert for all of them. It's uh, Black Raven Pie. Yeah. And, and, which is yeah, funny, it's like because, bubbling. like, historically... Like, crow slash raven. Like, that's a bad omen. Yeah. You don't kill and eat those. Well, and saying, like, you'll eat crow yeah. is, is like a, that's like a, a, a phrase for, like, reaping what you sow. Like, you're, right, you're going to yeah. eat crow. You're going to get, you know, you're going to get yours. Yeah, and just desserts. Yeah. Uh, eat a Corvid. <laughs> so, uh, this thing. COVID? Like, I ain't afraid no COVID. Bubbling. Uh-huh. And she holds up to the monsters, and they just grab it in the middle of the table and devour it. And there's just black feathers in everybody's mouths. Yeah. Uh, which, and you can see, it's like they use blackberries or something, because the inside is, like, completely black. Yeah. Unfortunately, because they're not actually eating it, you don't get to really see it stain their lips, but, uh... Yeah, I think Mums has some feathers, like, jammed into the maw of his... Yeah. His mask. I swear they pulled feathers out from like under the table or something. Yeah, because it didn't look like there were that many feathers in the pie. Like it was yeah. an accent, yeah. and then all of a sudden, all of them had like a full bird's worth. Yeah, they like already had a handful of feathers each, and they just shoved it into their <laughs> suit mouths. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just like the Beetle Bros. The the next shot is just all the monsters in the uh, uh, parlor passed the fuck out in <laughs> food comas. Sunk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, I think, uh, Wolfgang is, like, using Frankie as a footstool. Like, uh, or, all the way around. Wolfie's laying Wolfie's, on the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Frankenbeans has his legs propped up on Wolfie's legs, which are propped up. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the rest are all just laid, strewn about yeah. the furniture. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> yeah, they're all, like, in a big cuddle puddle around all of yeah. the couches and everything. And, they wake up very suddenly to a raven like flying into the uh, into the parlor and like landing on top of the uh, organ. We get kind of a, a a weird angle of the bird's eye view of this thing flying in. We see behind the organ, uh-huh. which like the organs flush against a wall in most shots. So this is very yeah. much like there's obviously a version of the set that they can like 
move it, move the organ around. Like <laughs> yeah. that wall. What is not you're there. saying? They didn't fly a drone around Hill <laughs> back then. Took it's a definitely 3D photography. Of it's it. definitely a dude hanging from the rafters with the camera, yeah, like yeah. waving. They it just down. got Wolfie. Ah! <laughs> yeah, they put poor Frank up on the rafters, uh-huh. just like hold the camera steady. Now fall. <laughs> you expect me to do this without a cigar in my mouth? Come on. <laughs> uh, and then, out of like a puff of dust, Edgar Allan Poe himself materializes, and it's a very like, um, I mean, it's a it's a, a almost caricature of Poe. Oh yeah. Uh, he's like got a you know he's kind of like pale faced. He's got his crazy poofy hair. Uh, the like. Outfit that he's always wearing in his portraits, yeah. wearing heavier his eyeliner than everyone else, mm-hmm. and he hasn't like slept. The guy in... from the Cure, yeah, he hasn't <laughs> slept in three hundred years. <laughs> oh my God, Chris Angel, <laughs> freak my mind. <laughs> and the monsters wake up, and uh, the, I think Flabber or Fangula rightly point out, like, but you've been dead for over a hundred years, yeah. and he's like, I was, but now I'm a ghost writer. He's like, ah. Fuck you. That was a good yeah. one. <laughs> you didn't earn that. Sure. Sure. <laughs> they spent the writing budget on that joke. Yeah. They they got Edgar Allan Poe himself to actually write that joke. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one, they got a union writer for that joke. That one joke. Saban let a union guy in. Yeah. Fired him immediately. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Bring well, back the Technically, we never hired you, so we don't have to pay you. So <laughs> You just showed up on. You volunteered your time for this. <laughs> Why don't you go talk to our music people and see how mad you really are? <laughs> it's a tax write-off. We'll give you a receipt for it. <laughs> so uh, he starts like he like randomly. He he basically says that he's we're trying to find a place to inspire a new book of his. Mm-hmm. He starts reciting the Raven. Uh, out of the blue, kind of, and it's... He starts off about, like, him in his study. Yeah. And, uh, this, I think either Flabber or, again, I think it was Flabber or Fangula, because they were, like, the two talking to Poe the most, uh, says something about Poe. Well, those are the only two that really can talk outside of Hacker well, Lab. Well, and, yeah, like, Mums can kind of sometimes, but, uh, I think it was Flabber was talking about, um, was talking about Poe and like he's a big fan or something and Poe was like, How do you even know about me? And uh-huh. Flabber pulls out this reader's digestion, uh was it low fat edition or something yeah, like it that? Was, uh, condensed milk edition. That that's yeah. what it was. <laughs> God so damn it's it. super sweet and really dry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and it was another that was another one of those cool props that like they actually had a book they made a cover for mm-hmm. said yeah. Reader's Digestion. You know what, Nick, you said, you were like, Cameron, we need a copy of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the property really need. Fuck the comic right. books. It's like, we need Reader's Digestion. Reader's Digestion Condensed Milk Edition. Yeah, who cares about Power Rangers Turbo versus Beetleborgs with uh, fucked up character art? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... Powers are all reversed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck that book. Uh... So has it proudly displayed on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that book. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff proudly displayed on my wall that represents represents not necessarily good media. <laughs> like represents. <laughs> so, uh, uh, God fucking damn it, Poe says mm-hmm. like I keep getting confused it's very as complicated. Who, yeah, yeah, I keep getting confused as to who was saying what because oh yeah, um. Poe and Flabber are both 
talking about how there's a bunch of stories to uncover in Hillhurst. All the monsters have stories to tell that would could inspire Poe. Be you know great horror classics. Uh, they'd love to talk to him. Poe's like that's great. Like I I know that this place is gonna be you know we're gonna have great stories in here. And Mums is like, this place can be pretty quiet, too, until those goddamn kids show up. And yeah. the Raven's like, those goddamn kids! Rock, CPS! And outside we see uh, the kids are showing up, and as they pull in, the, the Raven mm-hmm. is again right at the front porch. And it, like I don't know what it is like. Maybe eat shit and like something. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly it. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> suck my cunt. Suck my cunt. <laughs> it says some bullshit like that, and the kids are like, "Uh, is that one of Flabber's things?" They're like, did Flabber prob- train a bird to swear at us <laughs> <laughs> again? I mean, it's in his yeah. mo. <laughs> Usually, something I wouldn't see him. Do. Right. <laughs> Usually, he's dressed like a pirate when this happens. This is weird. <laughs> and. uh Let's go in and find out. There's yeah. more chicanery happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when they go inside, they're introduced to Edgar Allan Poe, and they're like, uh, the fuck? Okay. <laughs> and, like, but they roll with it, because they've also met, like, fucking Blackbeard. and Right. Like, so they weren't really pondering weak and weary. No. Just, they just made, like, a really dumb joke. They walk in and see him standing there, rolling tradition, but, like... It's Henry David Thoreau! <laughs> you really watch piss him off. None of the audience that the show is meant for get that at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh. I mean. You know, now that we think about it, him and Tesla look pretty similar in portraits. It does. A little bit. If you were like, I'm looking for this man, and somebody was like, oh yeah, that's Nikola Te- Tesla. He's yeah. an eccentric dude up the road, and they're like, that fits the MO! <laughs> He has the racist cat? Sure, why not? <laughs> not probably. He's an Eastern European. We don't know. Small <laughs> crap. <laughs> yeah, everyone had a racist cat. <laughs> All cats were racist until about 1980 when Back to the Future came out. And they're like, you know what? A black mayor may not be a bad idea. <laughs> We've repealed racism. <laughs> it's completely over and gone forever. <laughs> so while the kids are meeting poe the crustaceans are once again creeping into fucking hillhurst and it's just vylor and horabel this time but uh poe is talking about he's going to write this book about all the monsters in hillhurst and their stories and uh the crustaceans are like we've got to get that book because we'll get all the secrets about the monsters and thus the beetleborgs it's like What fucking secrets? Well, and, like, everyone thinks that this book is, like, the telltale heart of books. (laughs) Yeah, like, they think it's gonna be... I mean, it's fucking Poe. You would assume that something he's working on is gonna be... gonna be a good book. Yeah, it'll be a masterpiece. Based in reality, 100%, as all of his tales are. Yeah, he's, he's, you know... Never had a never had a miss. <laughs> Champion nonfiction author Edgar Allan Poe, <laughs> <laughs> historical realist. <laughs> That's an art history major told you that, so you know it's accurate. Yeah, oh famous God. historiographer Edgar Allan Poe. Historiographer. <laughs> uh, oh God, for a real plague in the nineteenth century. So the uh, Horabel and and, and uh, uh, Vylor go back to Nucus to explain, like, hey, they're going to make this book. This this guy is making this book. We've got to go get it. Nucus is like, fuck yeah, great plan. No notes. 
we're going to go get Lest, draw us a monster to distract the Beetleborgs. Which so it kind of makes it. sense. I mean, if we hadn't already seen that every episode beforehand, they go off half-cocked, like, mm-hmm. without a really full plan, kind of yeah. like Lucas would always have, would be yeah. like, oh, and then eventually, like, this will lead to the Beetleborg. Not every time, because he had some dumbass ideas, too, but... Yeah. We established most of those were made from the villain, the sub-villains, not yes. Nexus yeah. or Nex- uh, the Ma- yeah the Magnavore uh, Nucus bosses or no Nucus is the new guy Vexor himself. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Nucus here. Uh, I think that's one of the the clues that we might be in a dream because like that's what I've been trying to go through this rehashing. Yeah, as, is like all right. Are there any like overt clues that people are any more incompetent or out of character than normal? Yeah, which is a really hard thing to do considering the show's consistency isn't very strong in the first place. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry, rose-colored glasses, take them off. But like, it's not. <laughs> it's it's not like a Breaking Bad of shows over here. <laughs> whoa, but whoa, it, it it does kind of make sense that like the the crustacean side of the plot, like the B-plot for this, is a very generic Yeah. Make crustacean. monster! Monster, go! Yeah, like, <laughs> that's... It would make more sense if every episode was Flabber's Fever Dream, as opposed to this yeah. one time where they do the yeah. same things almost the same exact way, that that is a dream. It's like, oh, he's an accurate dream taker, as opposed to, oh, they're incompetent because they're dreams. And they don't really, like, address that later on, sadly. Like, that, yeah. that's not really called out. I kind of wish, I, I assumed it was going to be, there would be a, a, a fun meta joke or something in yeah. there. There's not. Well, the Matrix hasn't come out yet, so they weren't really in the mind space of yeah. themselves. Yeah, Zuck well. hasn't invented the concept of meta yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. he hasn't invented. That's why he needs to sue the pre-existing. I was going to say for over sorry, a decade. I mean, he, he hasn't. Uh, he hasn't been sued for copyright infringement for both the logo and title of his <laughs> rebrand. Not even a new company. Fucking rebrand, and yeah. you get sued because you didn't fucking Google it enough. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. They did Google it. They offered they a buyout from Meta. They thought that it would Meta, be really and, under the radar, yeah. and then all of a sudden that company is like, hey guys, um, <laughs> This company with like 30 followers. Just <laughs> like both their main, their main title on their on their webpage yeah. when you go to it is a fucking, a fuck you letter to Zuckerberg. It's <laughs> 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 so much the Streisand effect. It's very meta. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 the fuck out. <laughs> it's funny cause it's through. <laughs> the fuck out. The fuck uh, out. So, uh, Les uh, is being tasked with making a new monster. He doesn't make a new monster. He just, oh, um, he doesn't actually make a new monster, but he rifles through his um, stack of drawings. And we've seen him do this pretty much every episode for well, the last and like, we five saw episodes. A whole, excuse me. Oh, wow. Sorry, that one viewer that really has a problem with that. Um, They've not been listening for a long time. I'm sure. Ever since that episode immediately after where I was like, hey, fuck you, burp. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they stopped. But uh, <laughs> a year and a half ago, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our one Twitter interaction. Yeah. <laughs> it was hey, this kind of sucks. <laughs> Give us feedback. Our... Your feedback's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We'll do it anyway. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was gonna say in the first place. We have a loving relationship well, we, with we, our audience. Yeah. Yes. We've seen them. We've seen him like have a stack of drawings. Oh last, yeah, because we saw him, like episode. a whole bunch of them just got like disposed of in that one episode. Yeah, like not too long ago, where it was like he somebody threw them or it was, they either, burned them or something. Yeah, it was either the last time with Boogerman or it was the I think it was the one with Boogerman. Yeah, he didn't get a, he didn't like really. I mean, 
Yeah, they did make a monster. No, they didn't make a monster. Boogerman was the monster that time, yeah. I guess, yeah. technically. So, yeah, he had, like, thrown away, or Nukas had, like, chucked a bunch of his drawings around because he was like, fuck you, we have a better, we have this thing. Right. And he, he can, uh, he can just make everybody's lives. Like, no, miserable. those are my Rule 34 comics. <laughs> <laughs> those are my commissions. Yeah. My NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> you fungible my tokens. <laughs> You wouldn't download a JPEG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Uh, so, um... <laughs> so, Les pulls up a, an already made drawing, one of it, one of the ones in his stack, and it's, uh... It's Mole Monster. And because of what we learned later, I will almost let that name slide, mm-hmm. but we have not had a good monster name from Les the entire fucking season. We had some bad ones last season, yeah. like Sword Warrior, Mace Warrior, shit like that. But it wasn't every Green single monster. Well, and also, so that was... Still better than Mole Monster. <laughs> that was comic book characters yes. naming their own creations. So it was like kind of a well, was car- was diluted brain cell yeah. situation. Xerox of a Xerox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And this is Real like... ship of thesis. Full thesis. on, his brother has a successful comic line going out, and he's like, I'm going to name this guy Otto Octavius. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking weird name, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you don't get it. See, it's going to be Doc Ock. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a new one, Nukas. It's Alfred Molina. (laughs) (laughs) If I were a rich man. (laughs) I can't make a clicky noise. (laughs) We don't have our castanets on here. If you guys haven't seen the behind-the-scenes clip from Spider-Man 2 of Alfred Molina with the actual uh, like yeah. mechanical arms At on the him. same time, he was in a uh, Broadway production of Fiddler on the Roof, mm-hmm. and so it was, yeah, you need they to They were doing a camera that. test against a green screen. Uh-huh. He had the full arms on. They articulated his claws <laughs> to dance with them and everything. It's great. Uh, Alfred Molina is a saint of a, yeah. of a man. Oh, that's beautiful. Which is amazing because no offense to him, but his smile is not attractive. He's not often a leading man. Like, he's not usually are you talk- the, uh... Are you telling me that Spider-Man 2 wasn't featuring Alfred Molina as the lead? <laughs> uh, well, I mean... <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was the one swimming around rooftops, <laughs> saving Aunt May from the horrible bank loan operators. <laughs> Meanwhile, Toby's just chilling, watching TV. They're getting hit by trains? Come on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, God damn it. Um, yeah, Mole Monster is summoned, and Mole Monster, um, I, I can pull up, uh, Mole Monster real quick. He's no Underminer. Um, and he's no Moloid from the Marvel. Or, or just Mole Man, even. Uh, let's, he's so he's Mole Beast, uh, Mo, uh, Mo, Mogerado. Mole Beast Mogerado! <laughs> I wonder if that, I bet that's actually a oh, pun man, on Mogera. grading in that yeah. fucking picture. Ooh! So he's straight up Ugandan knuckles. It is. <laughs> yeah, um, he does look very much like a. He just uh, changed the color palette on the torso. He's a VR yeah. chat avatar. He's a VR chat avatar. You guys know uh, what is he, he have in I I don't fucking know. It's his yeah. eyebrows. Why does he look yeah. like fucking shades? <laughs> so good. You ever this is cool? You guys ever seen the oh, hands? No, he does have shades in the first one. He's got the Doc Ock glasses. Yeah, <laughs> I thought those oh, were his those eyeballs. Goggles. Yeah, those are glasses or goggles. Uh, have you ever guys seen 
you guys ever seen the thing of like uh, a Google your name and hedgehog? Yeah, and it's all some somebody's fan yeah. art of a Ryan hedgehog. the hedgehog. Not that lame to be yeah. honest. Um, there are a lot of Cameron the hedgehogs, and they all suck. Um, but. This it, this looks spelled, like so it's hard to find yeah thing from yeah. <laughs> hey, again, we're going through the three phases of exposure. Cameron, tons of people have your names, so you have like yeah. tons of sample sizes. Ryan's kind of common, but like it's not exactly the most popular one. And then there's Nik over here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like <laughs> there was just a tattered pair of Nikes in the hospital. <laughs> Trying to come up with the name, and Dad was like, "I've got an idea." <laughs> God. Oh wait, no, Mom picked my name. That was. It. Oh, so she was drunk. <laughs> misspelled it on the birth certificate. <laughs> I just left it. <laughs> I'm mad that I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, because I was supposed to be a uh, Stephen Reese the third. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Glorious. There's probably not a lot of Stephen the Third the Hedgehog either. But <laughs> to be fair, uh, th- yeah, this very much looks like an edgy kid drew his hedgehog Sona. Um, it looks like Ugandan Knuckles, though. Yeah, it really <laughs> does. There's like the like super has, version or whatever. Uh, it kind of does. The little tail like sticks a little bit way too forward in the super version. Yeah, he has like his like super version. We do well, see it in the episode versions, later. They don't need to show it in this perspective. They could swoop it out yeah. in the back just barely. Because it's not like uh, echidnas, hedgehogs, and the likes. Like, uh, they, they don't exactly have pronounced tails like that. Well, and this also doesn't look like a mole. Right. I mean, the, the, the second form kind of does. They give him like a big uh, armor the drill on his like nose. Yeah. Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking from the concept art, he looks like a One Piece villain. A little bit. <laughs> like one of the pirates Luffy has to go up yeah. against before getting to the Grand Line. Yeah, he's like fucking jacked. Like he's he's like a triangle upside down yeah. in shape. Like his he's a very thin waist and giant fucking shoulders. Women love an angular man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then so that the concept art makes him look. Application. Yeah, the it actual is suit is it's horrible. Bad. It looks it's like what? an old. It's horrible. Thank it you. It looks like an old animatronic that got left out in the rain for a few years. It's Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah. but if it, the Netflix adaptation. Correct then. <laughs> Five Nights at a Netflix adaptation. <laughs> Oh my god! Jesus! Sorry, viewers. If you can't see, we just pulled up one of the most crackhead, terrible, like, what was that Disney No Sleep where it's like somebody went into the park and Mickey. Wanna see my head pop off? You wanna see my head pop off? Yeah. It's a creepy, it's a creepy monster. Yeah, it's a. It looks like something you'd find oh. at Treasure Island. In the in the defunct Treasure Island, I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen um like kaiju, old kaiju suits that are like they're all made with like a foam vinyl rubber, like a foam rubber, yes. so they rot. They like actually rot, yeah. and when they rot, they look. I mean, that's a reason like a lot of the old kaiju and, and like monster suits mm-hmm. and Power Rangers stuff don't Flaky exist and anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, even if they bring back like the Shin Com- the original Shin Kamen Rider suit mm-hmm. uh, or Kamen Rider Shin, whatever they call them now, yeah. since a new one's coming out. Ichigo uh, coming right yeah. your ankle. Uh, no, the like the weird like shitness bug one, uh, the one that mutates from the movie. You mean the tightness? <laughs> yeah, <that one laughs> the Shin one that came out in like 2010. No, 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 not not Common Rider the first. Yeah, Shin Common Rider, the green like mutated bug Common Rider. When did that? 
In like the 90s, I think. Um, oh. That guy. Looks like a grasshopper. Oh, man. yeah. Shin Kamen Rider prologue. Yeah. I, I both agree and disagree with that design. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, which is funny because they keep bringing it was like a very horror themed mm-hmm. Kamen Rider remake. And they're calling it Shin, they called it Shin Kamen Rider. Now we're getting a new Shin Kamen Rider because they made Shin yeah. Godzilla. Which uh, looks amazing. Yeah, this came out in '92. But so they kept bringing that suit back, and it's made with that foam rubber. It looks more like a kaiju than a Kamen Rider. It's very uh, uh, organic. Yeah. Um, but they keep bringing the suit back for anniversary episodes and movies. But it's the same. They don't like remake well, it or update it, so it's like falling apart on the oh, suit actor. Yeah. And if they get like a, they do like the henchin pose or something. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really have one, so he just kind of like, Wasn't and that like that, yeah, like it was the Ichigo Nigos, yeah. Uh, so this guy kind of like does a pose, but you can see like he can only move two or three angles of his arm oh, because yeah. you can see the flaking of the rubber. Uh-huh. This mole monster suit looks like it yeah. was made twenty years ago and brought back for an anniversary. Like it's been sitting in a warehouse for forty years. It's a <laughs> muppet sitting in a shed. It's a first yeah, generation a, muppet. This yeah. is a barn find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, American pickers came around and found this suit. Opened the gate, just saw it in the darkness in the back. No! Fuck! No! no okay. <laughs> oh, Frank, get away! Get back, get back, get back! Frank! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. a you know, American uh, Picker, San Andreas, my favorite show. Arachnophobia. John Goodman just yeah. comes in with a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this horrifying uh, creation is our monster for the episode. I'll allow uh, that one. Yep. <laughs> I fixed it. Uh, so, um,. Yeah, Mole Monster kind of like I don't know if he teleports away or he just runs away, but we teleports out. Yeah, and we cut back over to Hillhurst and um Poe is kind of like frame he's talking to the monsters like he's gonna one on one interview each monster and yeah. get their story. And he sits down and starts talking to I think Mums first. Mums first yeah. yeah. So he's talking to Mums. And a mom starts to share a story, and Poe's just like, how interesting. And then... Cool. <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's really cool, man. And we cut to uh, Mums in a pit in the pendulum situation where he is on a slab, and there's a giant axe on a pendulum swinging down, slowly descending towards Mums' midsection. Which slowly Its descending. perspective changes a bit, because... It looks like at first it's going to be, like, mid-range, like mm-hmm. it's going to cut his chest open. And then uh, they change the shots, and it looks like it's going to chop his head off. And then in the, the final, final shot, shot, it looks yeah. like it's about to bisect him at the waist. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, like, the, the axis, uh, because of, you know, how they're taking, how the set is made. There's no actual ceiling. Yeah. So the axe is definitely, like, on a rafter, or not on a rafter, but, you know, on a... On a uh, uh, like a suspended yeah. mechanism exactly. of something, yeah. So like they're pro- they're moving it to get the camera <laughs> in the right position the, every time. The spot, and then you mm-hmm. gotta move it back. So yeah, put the axe like, oh. back where it was before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh fuck, like we can't get a side shot of this without moving the axe this way. Oh no, okay, now we're gonna get a long. Damn it! <laughs> Just keep yeah. scooting it along this axis. Yeah, and uh, we go over to the next spot, and Poe is uh, he like walks. 
through Wolfgang's room, and Wolfgang's like in his little doghouse, and he like bumps Wolfgang with his shoe. Hope I don't get rabies. Wolfgang the dog. <laughs> Wolfgang's like, hope I don't get jackass. Like, <laughs> fuck off, you, man. Oh no, Hep C. He's <laughs> like, you put your foot in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the classic peanut butter cup commercial. <clears throat> so uh, Poe's like, actually, Wolfgang, I have this great thing I need to show you, but you got to come, uh, come with me. And he takes him down to like the the like catacombs basement cellar of Hillhurst that we've seen a handful of times. And uh, they're like walking through uh, the like cobblestone uh, walls. And there's this one little alcove of just like a, like a four by four, like what would be a closet without a door. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's just a little dead end of a hallway. An indentation. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Poe goes, hey, here, Wolfgang, th- you know, here's exactly what we're going to do. You're going to stand right here. Uh, hold very still. And he just like goes, right, okay. Now watch me build this brick wall really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They zoop, they spin it up, or they speed it, speed up the footage, but it's just Poe uh, bricking him in. Laying down a layer <laughs> of grout, and then so he like, puts each brick in. Yeah, they immediately slowly. cut, and it's like he's got a foot and a half of wall. And, uh... It, then it's, like, chest height. Yeah, and then it's, like, completely filled, and but one square is missing, and he's putting that in, because any of you bricklayers know, you put the centerpiece in last. You leave a piece so that you can see within the wall. Right. And, uh, they, yeah, he's, like, smoothing out the grout with his trowel, and you can, like, hear Wolfgang on the other side, like, that, it's wet, it's wet cement, like, just... Push, push. Yeah. yeah, you're a fucking werewolf. Like, Not to well, mention the fact that he was able to wall Montresor in in the book because he was chained to the fucking wall. Yeah, just standing there watching him do it. The only <laughs> thing you had to do was was say, "Here, Wolfgang, stand here," and then like fucking tie a leash to the wall or something. Give him a rawhide. Like, yeah, <laughs> throw a bone in there on. and like, chucks a jar of peanut butter into the <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In after it. Like, no, Wolfie's just like, oh wow, this is a really fun game. And it does Wait show, a minute. He's like, 25 <laughs> hours later when everything's finally put in place and set, I think this might be a trap. Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the, ne- uh, the next room that uh, Poe goes into is, uh, like, he's, like, creeping in on Fangula, and oh, Fangula God. is, like, writing his own... Poetry, and he's writing a version of the Raven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, I don't remember what it, how it starts, but it, it something about instead of like chamber, I think it was like crypt or coffin, coffin, yeah. Uh, um, and he ends with quaff the bat, squeak, squeak, yeah, <laughs> quaff the bat, <laughs> and, uh, he like turns around and pose right there. And he's like, oh, I, I was just working on, on on this latest poem. I'd love for you to read it. And Poe's like, that's very interesting. <laughs> Slams the coffin lid shut on him, hammers it down, and then burps the quarter of it like yeah. fucking Tupperware. For those of you who remember the burp Tupperware, because now we're all about the vacuum sealing, mm-hmm. I feel like. Nowadays, it's everything like, you know, you, for your clothes, oh, for your... For the sous like, Yeah. <laughs> but way back in the day... We used to have burping Tupperware, and you do that to expunge any excess mm-hmm. air, so it 
It was vacuum sealing, but without having to actually have an apparatus to vacuum seal yeah. it. You, you, you lift the one corner up and kind of push the air out, mm-hmm. and you, you know, like a little bit of air gusts out, and you, sh- and you shut go- it. Bleh. Yeah. We're an and exciting that- group of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember burping Tupperware? <laughs> hey, I don't have a pink Cadillac for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did my MLM. <laughs> Did my time. (laughs) Thirteen years I sold Mary Kay products. (laughs) Famous vendors of Tupperware, Mary Kay. I sold more Avon products than the guy who invented Avon. (laughs) God. So, um... Yeah, he's he, God's not he, present. In I know. Podcast. He's too busy off selling Avon. <laughs> yeah. He wants a pink caddy, dude. Ooh. Uh so um the the kids are like the Flabber and the kids are realizing that the monsters are like fucking gone. Yeah. They're like, uh, okay, what the fuck? And the kids are like, alright, hey, Flabber, you go find uh Frankie, ask him what's going on, because we haven't seen him either. They're Monsters. <laughs> Gone less than a day. Leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, because Flabber's like, they didn't come down to breakfast, so I don't know what happened to them. The kids are like, alright, well, you go ask Frankie. Maybe he knows something, and we'll go downstairs and look for him. They go downstairs, and Little Ghoul is like floating, meditating in the hall, in like the hall of the, yeah. in the little basement she's Quiet. in. And they like interrupt her, she falls down, and like, do you know anything about where the monsters are? And she's like, uh, yeah, I'll tell you everything I know about where, uh, for a dollar. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fangula Wolfgang and Mums are for, for a buck. She's an, a classic extortionist. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one of the, I think Drew pulls out a dollar and gives it to her. She snatches that out of his hand and, and goes, uh, I know they're missing. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for the buck, fucker. Yeah, just scuttles out. <laughs> Very slowly, I might add. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Drew or Roland both could have figured out a way to immobilize her, mm-hmm. but they clearly have some sort of weird mutual respect. It's a height thing. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> it. that's why Joe's never interfering. Yeah. yeah. And, uh... No, so- girl power. <laughs> the uh, Flabber is, like, walking around the house, and he walks by the, uh... uh he walks by the door that Mums is in, and he hears someone yelling, help, help, help. And he goes help to me. open the door and uh, Poe walks out and he's like, oh, no, that was just, that was me. I was, uh, I was brushing my teeth and, and gargling. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, and he pulls out a pulls thing out the, of scope and yeah. a toothbrush. And gargles and Flabber gets right and almost puts his uh, nose down his throat. and just, Which isn't hard to do considering fresh. the, like, foot-long girth he has on his face. <laughs> And, uh, then he goes, um, yeah. <laughs> like, goes downstairs and he hears, uh, like, knocking on the, knock, uh, knock, brick. knocking on his chamber door. Yeah. Yes. He hears knocking on the, on the brick that Wolfgang is locked in. <laughs> Put uh, the candle back! <laughs> and it's like, uh, Poe keeps, like, trying to... Like divert him. Yeah, he keeps trying to divert him. Like, no, 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 that's That's the exact word I was thinking of. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, keeps trying to distract him and and like direct him somewhere else. Uh, He like he's sitting there with like bongo drums in a room of the basement. And Flabber, it's it's like a George of the Jungle Act Two. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, Flabber like 
poofs his clothes away and he's in like a smooth jazz, uh, like a, uh, uh, the beatnik. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's got a, he's got a turtleneck, the goatee, the uh, beret. Little yeah. sunglasses. Yeah. He's about to go to an open mic. He's, he's about to yeah. star in an extremely goofy movie. He's yes. about to help Mansley hide the giant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or was Mansley the agent? Mansley was the agent. Um, Hogarth was the Hogarth. Hogarth. Yeah. 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 Because of that dumbass name. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only uh, reason I can remember the right. kid's name from I Am Giant is yeah. it's fucking Hogarth. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even ever remember the artist's name, and he's like the epitome of who I want to be. Right. Um, oh, yeah, I bought a uh, black turtleneck, too. Actually, I, thought I think it is Nick, yeah. Oh, my God, right. we're just, like, recycling each other's, like, <laughs> aspects of personality here. Sorry, viewers, but I know that this is exactly what you signed up for. <laughs> Always, just me typing. Yeah. Clickety-clack, don't talk back. <laughs> Clickety-clack, don't talk back. I know it was Harry, it's Harry Connick. <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. Is the, uh, is the actor. I can never remember the character's name. Yeah. Uh, ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba 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 -ba. Oh, it's, oh, it's what Dean. is Dean. Dean. Yeah. Yeah, right. like like from uh, uh, Supernatural and the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> so Frankie is in the like uh, like uh, the foyer, uh, draping uh, Fangula's cape over himself. Flavor's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you playing with Fangula's cape? Where is Fangula and the other two? Yeah. And Frankie's like, oh, don't know shit. Walks away. Yeah. <laughs> Plays a Mr. Magoo out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was Junior. Sure. Mr. Fucking Magoo. Yeah. <laughs> Although uh, he did call the hit. Yeah. And uh, the kids and, and Sorry, Flabber. Sorry, Sopranos reference. Those of you who weren't in the yep. loop. <laughs> the kids and Flabber are Wasn't both like. Junior, he fucking hated that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the kids and Flabber are both like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And the raven flies in and is like, ask Poe! Ask Poe! Which I would posit less of a likable character than the owl in Hitmonkey. Entirely true. And apparently, it's not a raven, he's a fucking rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, See, at no point did the raven go, Circle of life, asshole! Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> so, uh, Poe walks in, and he's like, Oh, yes, I will tell you exactly what happened to the monsters. It's all in my new book here, uh... Uh, murders in the Rue Hillhurst. Yeah, and uh, it's a it's a because like a that's not derivative at all. No, no. Uh, it's a nice like big leather bound book, and uh, the kids are like uh, okay, and Flavor's like, are we gonna have to wait till it's on fucking paperback? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, he was like, let's wait until it's on paperback to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Wait till it goes on Amazon. I don't <laughs> like paying artists directly. <laughs> I prefer paying, paying Bezos a, uh, a chunk of the money I would have normally paid. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck small businesses. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So, paying in bottles is just fine, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> so, uh, while this, like... 
He's holding this book, and because uh, yeah, I just bought Dune on Amazon this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we all use Amazon. It's one of those necessary evils in like yeah. everyone's life. It's largely unavoidable so currently, yeah. <laughs> especially during a pandemic. Yeah. It makes it very difficult. You avoid uh, it when you can. I trust. I mean, yeah, you don't I get groceries through Amazon, so that's True. something. No, I actually go into the price chopper. <laughs> oh, so you're like a piece a of shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Monster fire of a man. <laughs> so, uh, while the kids are like, alright, we're gonna get this fucking book, uh, the door flies open, and it's fucking Mole Monster, and he's like, I'm gonna get that book. And, Fuck you, it's mine! <laughs> Too long have the Moloids lived under the, uh, uh er, er, surface dweller shadow. And he goes to grab it, and Drew's like, I don't think so, and he brain powers it back towards mm-hmm. him. And, and then Mole Monster goes, Uno reverse card, and brain powers it back. Yeah, apparently it's... just a couple of balls of chakra, and you're just set for life. It's so fucking weird. And like, it, what we find out's going on kind of explains it, but also it just feels like a totally normal thing to happen in this show. Yeah. It makes as much sense as any fucking else. My, my headcanon for this is they just made a regular episode, then went, how are we going to tie off the story for that? <laughs> yeah. And then somebody in the back was watching Dallas and was like, guys, <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> we got to have a barbecue. <laughs> so, uh, Mole Monster runs outside with the book Our and the kids... not overlapping with the Dallas. Not entirely, no. No. The uh, kids run outside, and they're like, fuck, okay, it's time to Borg. We're going to knock out this wall. Fuck you, I love Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The kids transform. Our song counter jumps up to 86. Good God. Finally legal. (laughs) I'll make that joke every Every five weeks. Yeah. Uh, so, so just in time for Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so all I want for Christmas is consensual podcast sex. <laughs> I think that's how that works. Yeah, Mariah Carey, famous, yeah. singing about podcast sex. I think so. Uh, so, <sighs> Mole Monster kind of, like, burrows away. Like, he, like, dives into the earth, and then we see him running underground <laughs> in a tunnel. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the kids are, like, for one, we cut to Japanese B-Fighter Kabuto footage, which we're used to, except that instead that of... Japanese hi- footage? Yeah. <laughs> instead of... What are you, you're saying that Tokyo Market was a product <laughs> of Japan? Yeah. I cast doubt. <laughs> in- instead of being, um outside of Hillhurst, or just in a generic field or something, uh, they're outside of a bunch of pagodas and Shinto shrines. <laughs> so it's very clearly Japan. Uh, and Which, then if Hitmonkey taught us anything, the salt on those barriers should totally repel. Yeah, it should fuck this guy up. Full on yeah. in bloom cherry blossom trees. All yeah! Time. Yeah. No, for real, as soon as we cut to this footage, I started singing Sakura, which is Japanese for cherry blossom. (laughs) So apparently the name of the Japanese counterpart to this episode is A Great Wild Battle at the Cherry Blossom Festival. (laughs) Sakura! Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's, Does the uh, original have an Edgar Allan Poe ghost in it? (laughs) It's it's Sakura... um, What is it? Sakura Matsuri... Dairensen. Dairensen. I think Dairensen is battle. Okay. Uh, great battle. Um, so, um, <laughs> so, like, the worm jets pop back up, 
We haven't seen them in a yeah, while. Yeah, and only for like a frame. I don't. Yeah. Think, do we even see them get shot down? Uh, yes. Um, okay. So two frames. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the kids they they're they're uh, borged out and they call the uh, beetle. Well, they call the battle base and then the beetle avs. They get in those. We get their little sequence of that, and then we get kind of um like the beetle avs all connected fly up out of the base. And then uh, uh, Drew and Roland drop, mm-hmm. and Drew's has like a, an air propellers. Pad. Yeah, it has a, like a, like wings oh, fold out and jets. jets. Yeah, and but Roland's the stag beetle thing just, just fucking falls <laughs> dead weight through the air. You don't see anything after the like he drops, and then you see Drew's thing just fly off into the sunset. Yeah, the next shot and is then it cuts to the battle on the ground. It it, it always we, we've seen it a couple times, and it always reminds me of the eighteen remake movie uh, or reboot movie or whatever, where they drop the tank out of the carrier jet and yeah. it just falls, and they fire to adjust where they're falling. <laughs> Fucking Same hilarious. type of plan, somebody that counts on drugged milk to operate. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh we get like so they shoot they shoot down the uh the crustacean jet fighter thingies. That's fine. Uh but then they're like, okay, we're gonna go get Mole Monster with this. So Drew, and we've seen his vehicle do this a couple times, it like Bends it like the, the wheels go up into a triangle, like those stair climbing uh, like, wheelchairs. Yeah, and then the uh, like the beetle, the pincer proboscis thingy aims down at the ground like a bulldozer. Proboscis, 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 is the, yes, curve uh, in a yeah. yeah. So it like aims down towards the ground and like shovels up the dirt, <laughs> and while it's doing that, we see. Fucking mole monster running in a yeah. tunnel. <laughs> and. And then it's, we have uh, the technology. We have the moles. We can rebuild him. I guess what it was supposed to be happening is that Drew is like uncovering the tunnel. And then Joe, from her vehicle in the sky, fires right. into the tunnel. But we don't see that. We just see him dig up some dirt, and then all of a sudden it cuts to him <sighs> running in the tunnel, and then and a big old flash behind him, and yeah. we just assume that they shot him. Yeah, and he gets, like, shot out of the tunnel, and he's they come out of their vehicles, and they're going to fight him again, and he's like... Uh, I, was, I don't know what the fuck he... He makes some... And then he's... Fuck this. And he just goes voluntarily. <laughs> he spins no, around. I got me and I want to regress. <laughs> I don't he's, think he needs any more. <laughs> he spins yeah. around like a fucking Beyblade and hits, yeah. hits the beetle board. Yeah. And uh, they... <laughs> they, like, pull out their, uh, their main weapons oh and... Uh, they basically do what they've been earlier doing, which is like whack a mole the shit out of this guy. Oh yeah, no, it's literally whack a mole. Yeah, yeah, he just keeps popping up out of the ground, and then you just keep smacking him yeah. over the top of the head. They yep, the hell out of him. Yeah, yeah. and then they, they shoot him with their laser blasters. He drops the book, and then they fucking keep shooting him. Until he stop fades resisting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, they were cosplaying as GTA police officers, and the enemy was cosplaying as somebody that walked a little too close to them. <laughs> and so he, uh, he, you know, 
turns into 2D and floats away, and we see him go back into uh, Les's uh, drawing paper, and Les is like, oh, another one bites the dust. Well, yeah. turns out that one's just as shit as the rest of them. Oh, well. Yeah. Back to bed. <laughs> back to my fucking cave. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, so the kids have the book, they take it back to Hillhurst, they give it to Flabber, and Flabber super fast reads through it, Gets to a point and he goes, um... Aragorn Scott- didn't show up in any of this. What <laughs> did you bring? Lego lots. <laughs> like, reads it and it's like, the sky is blue, 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 and I am two, two, two. I am so blue, blue, blue. He's like, what the fuck is this? And yeah. this book sucks. <laughs> and Poe's like... It represents the darkness Which, within oh, my yeah. soul. Did you mention whenever they were all going through the mansion that Poe didn't have his pure white makeup <laughs> on? Yeah. It was off. It was totally off. There yeah. was one scene that, <laughs> for opening. some reason, he was just a normal dude and not ghost Poe. <laughs> and then, like, every scene after that, he had his, like, fully patter- powdered... Uh, pure white ghost form. Yeah. It's very weird. It's King Louis the seventeenth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. His covering up syphilis paint. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Poe like grabs the book back and Flabber's like, but you said that you like the book would tell us where the monsters went, and he's like, That's a it's a, a trick of marketing. It made you want to buy the book, didn't it? And he grabs it and teleports really? away. No. <laughs> goes into the study where the uh uh bookcase opens up bookcase door opens up. Frankie is behind the bookcase, walks up, and Poe's like, I told you I could get rid of those three. Now pay up. Well, he says specifically, he's like, I said I could get rid of uh, Wolfie and Fanula. And Mums. And yeah, Mums. He says all, he yeah, names yeah. those three, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and he's like, now pay up. And then Frankenbeans just, like, pops his fucking head off. With, like, okay. He grabs his head and just yanks it off his body and gives it to him. And the sound effects are, like, they don't show visceral, but the sound effects are very much... A little bit visceral. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And, uh... Uh, Enough to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Hands his head to Poe, and the room starts, like, spinning like a tornado, uh, like shit's uh, floating around. uh, Uh, Flabber turns around to the kids, and he's like, What the fuck is going on? Oh my god, did you see that? And they're like, oh, it's not too weird, Flabber. And Drew's like, after all, you know, we... What did he say? He said, uh, it is like, this is bizarre. Oh, yeah, he says, this is bizarre. This is bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, and Drew... Drew says, this is bizarre in a really weirdly deep voice that is like, I think they might have just started utilizing his post-pubertum voice. Yeah. (laughs) Because it does not sound like him. Like, when he's doing lines, he does not sound like this. He has a high-pitched, almost prepubescent voice, maybe changing at times. But this was like... They might have distorted it for effect. Yeah. But then that's not weird, Flabber. This is. Yeah. (laughs) And they all just pop their heads off like some... And hold them in front of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's very much like a Goosebumps-esque special effect. Yeah. To which we cut back to Flabber going... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you wake up and they're back in the cuddle puddle. Yeah. 
And it's the kids and it watch. it was all a dream. Yeah. If you didn't gather from the 40 times <laughs> we've talked about Dallas. Yeah. The kids Come all. Come on and dream. <laughs> and welcome to the dream. The kids all walk in Bobby? and it's in the cuddle puddle in the parlor. And all the monsters and, and Flabber are like twitching in their sleep from the nightmares. And they wake him up. And Flabber's like. Streaming oh, online in the stream. <laughs> Flabber's like, oh, that was such a weird dream. And, uh. Little ghoul walks in and is like, what makes you think it was a dream? And the raven flies in and, like, cackles at them. <laughs> and in the end... Ra, ra, raven. Ra, ra, la. God. Raven, ooh-la-la. And then Flabber uh, walks in, or, uh, uh, well, that's the end credit because that—that's like the ending is the is the raven. Yeah, up at turns the top out the, the kids the, weren't even actually in this episode. Basically no. Technically, yeah, no. yeah. Technically no, and technically they're well, they crustaceans and the monsters. The they walked in. At oh the end yeah, because the they're the ones that yeah, woke, they woke up, up the monsters. Yeah. yeah, and it was like uh, I had the craziest dream. And you, you were, were there, and, and you, you were, were there, there, and you were there. Except for one of you was really fucking dumb, you <laughs> fucking scarecrow. Yeah. And uh, the end. Frankie, anyway. The end credit scene <laughs> was kind of neat. Uh, he sold us out. <laughs> the end credit scene this time Mr. was um, uh, little ghoul preparing the uh, meal that. table, and then all the monsters <laughs> running remember. in and eating at the at the oh, table we saw Pink at the was beginning. Shimming, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pink was the only one to maybe make it out, but then probably well, died the shoot because he didn't tip. So that's what bred the seeds of like because orange immediately was like Mr. Pink didn't tip. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, well, yeah, so because he's he's right, he's a snitch. And then Tim Roth was Tim Roth was the one that well, he was Mr. White. Yeah, was and he spent the time. Tim Roth was Mr. Orange. Orange. The oh yeah, it, duh. Yeah, Mr. I White, that. And he was Larry. bleeding out the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Cameron. Stuff. We're a Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, we're a Reservoir Dogs. No, I know. <laughs> Stuck in the middle with you. So, um, yeah, the end credit scene with the monsters all eating at the table was kind of mm. fun. Um. I'd like that pretty and much Frankie every... Frankie doesn't tip. Well, <laughs> yeah. If Frankie didn't tip. Pretty much <laughs> every... It's uh, all full circle. <laughs> pretty much every episode... Yeah, the wolf comes in. I think every episode of this season has had um, a, like, the end credit scene has been themed to uh, the actual episode, which has been nice. So far, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's logo. But that yeah. isn't to say... I'm pretty sure they've had repeats. Oh, they have. So, like, the themes are generic enough to repeat yeah, I think so. Uh, so they're not exactly original each time, but no. it is nice that it's it's related. Yes. Because yeah. before we would just have, like, oh, they're doing random things. But now it's like, oh, they're doing something you would have seen in the episode, even if you actually watched a similar episode last week. Yeah. Um, so we've got a couple responsibilities to know. No! And we've know. been the big... <laughs> No, 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 we gotta drag it out. We're actually on track to, like, do an episode in an hour. No, no, no. no. Tangents, <laughs> tangents, boys, tangents. Holy crap, we're gonna finish before seven? Yeah, we gotta fuck this up. I know, we gotta keep going. <laughs> uh, so, here's what'll take a long time. We've gotta place, um, Mole Monster in the... Oh, we could place Mole I Monster... I think it's gonna take a long time. And do we wanna place... The ghost of Edgar Allan Poe on the monster. No. Yeah. No? No. Okay. No. Well, first of all, most of this episode was a goddamn, like, Mo monster. It's, it was, it was a, a dream. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I already feel weird about counting him. Yeah. I think this episode is, like, for the most part, a wash. Yeah. 
Like, it, it was literally filler. Filler. I, yeah. Oh, it was 100% filler. filler. He's going to be near the bottom, literally. Yeah. I want to put him in. I don't want to put him at the bottom. I want to put him in just because, partially because it was such a bad... Yeah. I mean, it was a bad appearance, but it was also, like, literally a bad appearance. It's it, bad to look it, at. It does give us another metric to compare against. Yes. Which is uh, nice. So, um, I'll just give, like, a... a Joe Average Man you is still number one. You can start in the middle and go down. Okay, so... Because he's uh, not we going have, a pass. We have, yeah, we have 17 monsters right now, so I'll just go, like, 10. Number 10 is Torchmouth. Okay. Okay, um, I was going to say 7, but fine. Uh, well, 7 is monster the, the monster version of Fangula, and then it's... Um, Worse than that. Emily Seed of Evil is 8. Uh, Shellator is 9. Who is Shellator again? Uh, <laughs> that was a while ago, I think. Let me... It froze on me. Kind of makes me feel better about having to ask about these whenever you guys don't remember either. I don't remember Skeletor at all. <laughs> I remember Skeletor. He lives on uh, Snake Mountain. I can't even blame it on alcohol because I drink water for like this. Um, I know, right? <laughs> Skeletor was the trilobite. From, oh from, yeah, he was. <laughs> it's from the most recent oh. episode. Of <laughs> I couldn't remember it because I right, the name right. doesn't fit. Yeah, I, I did I did really right like now. I liked Shellator, but he was used badly. Pre-Cambrian fucking Trilobite yeah. one, I would have known what you're talking about. Well, he was used Pre-Cambrian Cameron. Yeah, he was used yes. very poorly, so it's okay. Cambrian. Um. So yeah, so Shellator and then uh, Torchmouth, Brain Sucker, Ultra oh Vulture, Ultimate Conqueror, Fernzilla, Triple Saurus Rex, Piranicon. <laughs> and then Monster Smasher is the last one, number seven. Holy shit, he's last oh in my god, vote. you're he's putting him under Monster Smasher. Number, number 18. <laughs> okay. I I 100% support that because... It was funny, but it was only funny because the suit looks like well, this. Yeah, <laughs> so and it's, he and had no screen time. Literally meant nothing. Horrible costume shot. With all line. of the costume shots. Yeah, yeah. he had like one, one spoken dialogue. One he line. He didn't influence the plot, and even if he had, it would have all been a dream in the first fucking place. Yeah. So he's honestly bottom of the barrel in my eyes. Yeah. It is one of those, like, literally does not matter to the plot or anything else. Um, I'm trying to see if there was... Apparently the suit was reused as Destructoid in Power Rangers in Space. What, did they shave it? It does look like they fucked up the face. They did. They shaved it and gave him a mohawk. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he's supposed to be. Yeah! (laughs) No, Captain Mohawk looks way better than that. The wild animal monster. looks a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the only... What show? Power Rangers in Space. Okay. Um, so with with a different hairstyle. Yep, that's literally, he was reused as Destructoid, and that's it. That's all the uh, suit was used for. Um, apparently, he reappears in the show during the Lost Comic Oh. stuff. Oh, okay. But, uh, or, no, he would be the final monster seen before the Lost Comic era where the Mantrons came into view. So apparently okay. this is our last, like, monster for a while. Oh. Which sucks ass. Because this is a yeah. bad monster to end on. What last episode would have been a killer... Shellator was fine. Shellator, yeah, Shelator that, that would have been a decent, yeah. like, cutoff point. Shellator's number nine, that's dead center for 18 monsters. It seems so. like they expected to be able to pad, like, a certain number of episodes, and they're like, shit, we need to do, like, one or two more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am excited for, for uh, next week, because I think we start the Lost Comic slash... Uh, so we, we get introduced the, to the Mantrons and the... Uh, the uh, um, uh, stars... Um, stars. It's Resident Evil. No, they're they're they're, they're Astroborgs. Astroborgs. Yeah, uh, 
I thought of it right before we pulled up the page. But, nice. Yeah, we get introduced to the Mantrons, which are like evil. Uh, they're like uh, like Shadowborg times four, I think. Shadowborg times four or five, and then uh, <laughs> and then yeah, the the Astroborgs, which are like um, it, some of the better designs and, which, and interactions if, if from the show. Any of you guys that have been following the podcast episode for episode until now have been like, yeah. Finally, the Astro Borgs! I implore you, with all my heart and soul, just go watch Fours. Yeah. Fours has all the astrology-esque content you need in a toku. Yeah, just go watch Our podcast Fours. doesn't compare to that. Like, no. you, they have compelling dialogue in yeah. that one. It is... Fours is honestly like... The first two episodes are, are subbed on YouTube on... Oh, cool! On, um, uh, Toy World Heroes... Um, YouTube channel. The that's first two episodes of most Heisei Common Writers are on YouTube right now. That's awesome because I would never in my entire life advocate for what was that one website that we always get our oh TV Nihon TV you Nihon. Get, you yes. can't get it on there now anyway because oh. Toy uh uh cease and desisted all those guys. So there's no you have to go even sketchier to get Common Rider now. So I need to really figure out a way to restore my old hard drives. I have fours. Okay. I have a handful. That's good because fours is my last current like sen- Toku Sentai that I actually liked. Yeah. Uh well yeah, although I don't know. Mage the what was the what was the magic one? Uh Shin Wizard, yeah. Uh, Wizard was compelling, but I never finished it, so I don't know if it was a satisfactory build-off. Yeah. But um, I did like the premise of that, with the rings and all that. So, this episode is a bronze, I assume, correct? Yeah, it's a, I'm it's a putting it the barrel. bronze. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish... If I could put it lower, I, I would. Oh, wow. Was, I didn't dislike I, it that much. I, I really hated it. I, I'm yeah. not going to lie. It felt like a waste of time. Yeah. If it wasn't a dream, and we got... Okay, a, yeah, exactly. Got, that if, was the if thing. If Ghost of Edgar Allan Poe was a canonical character in... Yeah. And, and I mean, they kind of, like, funny. they kind of leave it off at the end with the raven reappearing, like, maybe it wasn't a dream, and you just fell back asleep. But also, maybe that raven just broke into their house and made them all dream a similar dream about Edgar Allan Poe. It's oh. a spooky haunted house with bad windows. Birds right. get in. Like, yeah. uh, yeah, it's a it's a bronze. It's a bottom of the barrel bronze. Yeah. It's, it's it's not the worst episode we've seen, I don't think. But it's the so like, least. Drew would put it in his highest regard. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is an episode that people would enjoy, if not just because of like Edgar Allan Poe stuff. And I I can't. Right. I'm not gonna lie. The like. Edgar Allan Poe trapping the monsters in, like, his literary devices is fun. fun. It's fun! It's, but it wasn't permanent. It, it No, it paid off poorly, and... Like, I want Wolfie to die behind that damn wall! Exactly! <laughs> I, honestly, if, if... If the last, like, five minutes of the episode was different, so if they got the book, and it actually, like, Flabber read through it, and he was like, oh my god, Poe's been trapping all of the all of the monsters, and they have to, like, expel Poe's ghost from the house. Yeah. And that's the ending of the episode, and then they have to go get them, like, would've free the monsters. That would have been a fine ending. The mon- Like, mole monsters still sucked ass, right. but the main plot would have been okay, be and we would have been- yeah. we would have had a fun, <laughs> memorable Edgar Allan Poe appearance, and it would have been kind of neat. Um, it's neat when they can do, like, um, 
you know, Edgar Allan Poe's largely public domain, so, like, they can just use him as a character and his stories as characters. And that's fun. That's like taking advantage of a thing they can do. That's what happens when the guy's been dead for almost 200 years. Right. Right. And, like, (laughs) technically they could do the same with Dracula and Frankenstein, but I understand why they don't, because the... Like, depicting well, those characters like the universal monsters sorry, is what gets people in that. trouble. Well, and also, um, so, like, with the, like, Edgar Allan Poe works, they're all, like, centralized around Poe himself. Yeah. yeah. But, like, Mary Shelley and uh, whoever wrote all of the other great things. In the George world. Orwell. And, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, like, their but, works are what shows. So, like, Edgar Allan Poe himself is a character. That works. Yeah. Um, but not really giving a proper tribute to his works. Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of that like doesn't. a lot of uh, modern, like, Lovecraftian, fi- or, or, like, a lot of, like, modern cosmic horror writers will insert Lovecraft as a character in their work. Right. And that's, like, usually done either in poor taste or just executed poorly because. I just brought his cat. <laughs> I, was about to say. I put H.P. Lovecraft and his cat. Uh, black <laughs> man. The black cat. man, the cat. Yeah. Look at them, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> it's black man, the kitty. It's like, totally not racist towards the kitty. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, uh, yeah, I think. This felt a lot like a a like uh, a modern retelling of a Lovecraft story where they make Lovecraft a character. Yeah, and uh, I don't. I that's like my least favorite way to do a Lovecraftian or like eldritch horror. I don't book, think to whenever make he was writing Shadow over Innsmouth, he imagined himself in. <laughs> no, like a lot of his characters <laughs> are very. Know. A lot of his characters are very clearly <laughs> self inserts as are Pose, but like you, you still. When you look back and you go, oh, actually, Lovecraft's stuff wasn't fiction, and it's based on a real pantheon and whatever, and Lovecraft just mm-hmm. knew about it, like, those kind of suck. And this felt kind of like that for Poe, except he yeah. was, like, living out his books. And it's like, uh, once you do that, and then there's no, you know, they never give a motivation for Poe because it's a dream. Like, there's right. no, there's no, there's like, no oh, payoff. Yeah, like the payoff is oh, he Frankie. Does Frankie he need paid. It's Edgar Allan Poe. He's probably drunk and he's on ether and barbiturates. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. maybe it's the vengeance of trying to become sober. Like, yeah, there are many messages you could do. That's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just I did not enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to, and that's I think yeah. the, the biggest From takeaway the title, from this is that it was disappointing. Yeah, the title in like the first like ten minutes. Yeah, really? well, and even the three episodes on this disc beforehand, yeah, they the had Halloween, all been the... relevant, uh, successfully relevant, that is. Uh, they, they had all been substantial and historically not accurate, maybe, but, like... Pertinent, I guess. Yeah. Like, the Halloween episode was fun, right. and the Boogerman episode was unique. And fun, yeah. and had an interesting, True. a neat-looking monster, if nothing else. Poorly utilized, yeah. as usual, but we a neat-looking... We didn't put him at the bottom last like we no. did with this generic yeah. piece of shit. He's, he's, he's like, near the middle. Um, and he's a trilobite, so I'm biased towards him, but, right. you know, that's how it works. The design was better than this monster by a fucking country mile. Did I ever tell you that uh, whenever I was at... Uh, whenever I was at... My, uh... Um... <laughs> 
my one of my coworkers that had their kid uh, come in for the day. Um, he asked me because I had your three D printed trilobite fossil on my yeah, desk yeah. along with like a Harry Potter thing and something else, and he <clears throat> he asked me what it was, and I pulled up a picture on my computer. I'm like. So it used to be this, but this is what the fossil remnants look like, and I taught them all about trilobites, mm-hmm. one of the coolest fossils out there. Uh, did I ever tell you about that? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, well, I did that. That was a thing that happened in my life. I, I taught a child about Cambrian the, explosion the history. Of, yeah, you should have showed him that Cambrian picture explosion. of the, the deep-sea isopods eating the Doritos. On the oh, yeah. <laughs> Effectively trilobites, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I definitely, I showed him some of uh, Anomalocaris stuff at the same time, and while it's not Dorito bags, if you have any understanding of biology, <laughs> you can see that they were feasting on what physically would maybe translate into a Dorito bag. <laughs> yeah. And still one of my favorite Common Rider Monsters is the Anomalocaris monster from Common Rider Devil. Yeah, I, oh. I had the Gaia memory for that, and I cannot find it. I it's gotten lost. It got lost in a move or something. Oh, I have no sad. idea what happened to it. It's not in any of my boxes, and I never sold it. I don't you know had what quite a few double memories. I had a few, and I sold a bunch, but I never thought yeah. I sold the Anomalocaris one. Right, it was one of my favorites, and it, I it's it, I, I'm sure what I did is I accidentally packed it up when I sold. Oh, a bunch yeah. of other stuff. I bet it when I sold a bunch of stuff in college, I bet it was in a pile or a box. Isn't of the Anomalocaris one of the first ones you see? Like Yeah, it's re- or really like early that in the doll. The show. Yeah. Uh yeah, with the the royal family. Of yeah. It's people. very early yeah. in the show. Uh, Double's another good one to watch and they're doing a manga adaptation. Uh, oh! An- anime they did a manga at already and they're doing an anime of Double. Oh man. And but- a du- Kamen Rider Double's a detective drama. Yeah. As Kamen Rider. And it has a really sad conclusion in, like, the last quarter. As a lot of them do. The recent ones, like... The novel cares. It's so cute. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah. I know. I saw saw that in a stuffed trilobite. I have a a plush cicada that you can un-Velcro... The, the, like, nymph version. And it and metamorphosizes. There's a, there's a tiny cicada inside. It doesn't unfold, like, fold in the middle. There's actually a, oh, okay. a, a, an adult cicada inside That's that you awesome. take out. It's very <laughs> cool. I love it. Um, uh, oh, I saw one that Hank was Green advertised it on his, uh, or he supported the campaign for it on his, uh, YouTube or TikTok or something, and I saw that's it from awesome. there. But, uh, that's all I think we have this yeah. episode. We will have yeah. we did some, um, probably by the time this episode goes live, we'll have some, uh, not necessarily new, but, uh, new to merch, um, designs dropping on. I'm going to try uh, to work on one. Yeah. We've got a handful that we've got in the, in the works right now, various levels of design stages, but we're going to put our, um, monster designs from, uh, from season one, the, uh, four, uh, not necessarily favorite, but a handful is Amphead, Cyber Servant, Green Cannon Machine, and Photonimator. The Holy um, Pantheon. As yeah, yes. yeah. The best not and worst of yeah, <laughs> the be- best and more or less the best and best and worst. Yeah. Photonima- Photonimator and uh, Amphead were two of our favorites, yes. and then Green Cannon Machine and Cyber Serpent are two of our least favorite from last season. Yeah. So we've got those uh, four guys will be going on our uh, merch store on our T Public. Uh, site, so keep an eye out for that. We'll post about it. If you haven't already uh, purchased one of our uh, hot pins of either one of those, 
I'm pretty sure we still have some available. Yeah, we still have, I, I think, like four sets of those pins yeah. uh, available on our Etsy page. They're so high quality. Yeah, if, if, you, if I had a, a jacket that I didn't care about, didn't I would pin them Destroy in by too. putting pins in? Yeah. yeah, no, I just spent a couple hundred bucks on this one, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Special note for, for leather jackets is to not put pins in them because those right. marks don't go away, unlike yeah. like denim and them. stuff. Yeah, yep. you got a denim or a, or a uh, like khaki, or not khaki, uh, denim or uh, corduroy or something. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like a hoodie or something. Really? Some jersey material. Leather is just one of the few materials you shouldn't put pins in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact the aesthetics is just so raw and hot. Yes. Uh, if you got like a like a an old like vintage jacket, maybe you do that. But yeah, so we'll have our monster designs going up on the T Public store. We've still got the monster pins up on Etsy, and we've got some new designs coming up. If there's a <laughs> design that you guys can think of, uh, uh, something that we've mentioned previously that we might do a design of, or something from this season, uh, we're mostly going to focus on stuff from yeah. this season because we really don't have any well, art from this season yet. Shit. So we, as producers, contributors, whatever, we don't know exactly. Creators. Yeah. Yeah. We we're we're not exactly keyed on keyed in on what's popular with the fans. So it's like mousing around that blew up extraordinarily yeah, more. Everybody loved that one. Like we we uh, we've uh, weeded it out of our lexicon really. Um, cause it was a, it was a, it was not been a rap monster a forever. And yeah, yeah, it, we, we haven't, we haven't, and really we don't go to Tapcade because exactly. Yeah. Machine. We don't have yeah. the pinball machine anymore. And I don't know. I don't know if there's a pin, there's a new pinball place in KC that I've not actually been to their location. They're the ones who host that competition yeah, yeah. we went to. I don't I know if they, they have, have the mouse around. Yeah. I, we, we'll have to go sometime and check yeah, it out, but, for um, sure. if they have it, then we'll can, maybe we'll bring it back right. to the lexicon, but. Yeah, there's but yeah. It's, um, so if there's any like and you phrase. know the, the the you know the grandma that was uh, a popular yeah one. Mm-hmm. like things that are you know things I have that, that we shirt. Uh, stuff that either we said or that like we picked up on from the show. The crustaceans are just kind of forgettable monsters. They don't have good right. dialogue. Um, or hell, even if we steal a uh, slogan from another show, would it just happens to work with a certain yeah, character well, and, or monster? You know, and, we've done. Bonus episodes on uh on well, next mutation so and many things. Um, Once you know, fun time in Hollywood. Yeah. So if, if there's anything that you guys think of, feel free to reach out to us on on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram at Beetle Bros Pod or Big Bad Beetle Bros on both of those. I mean, Beetle Bros Pod is on our Twitter, and then Big Bad Beetle Bros is on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Or John, email us, Jacob. You both know how to reach us directly. Yeah. You can actually directly influence the show if you wanted. Yeah, anybody who who w- just wants to hit any of us up and say, hey, you should make X, Y, or Z as a show. As a, as a uh, Jingle Heimer. Yeah, Jingleheimer Schmidt can hit us up too. Yeah. Uh, anybody who has any design ideas or if there's like a monster that you specifically love out of season one or two, you want to see them in our kind of chibi design that we got made yeah. um, as a, a shirt or a pin or whatever, uh, we probably won't make the monsters into acrylic pins just because they're very they're more complex designs. They don't translate as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I should say we'll make them as acrylic pins. We won't make them as enamel pins. Right. So uh, just keep that in mind if you're thinking about anything. Uh, speaking of pins, uh, this is still in the works and it will probably be closer to uh, Christmas or New Year's when it actually launches. We are going to launch a Kickstarter for a pin set, which will include currently what we're planning on including is a, a pin of uh, probably a one inch pin of Hillhurst, uh, like a, a, 
a nice shot of Hillhurst from the front with uh, maybe some of the orchard in the in the view, and then of the uh, Beetle Battle Base. Um, and we may do probably for stretch goals right now is what I'm thinking is that a stretch goal will be the season two version of the Beetle Battle Base and a, uh, a pin of the Zoom Comics logo looking kind of like their neon sign type thing yeah. they've got up on the in the comic shop. Um, Ooh, with the white border on a lot of pins, it yeah. would be really easy to put that glow effect on. Yep. Yeah. So I, I think, um, yeah, the plan right now is that it'll be the Season 1 Beetle Battle Base and Hillhurst uh, as the uh, enamel pins, about one inch size is what those will be, uh, like, you know, one inch rough diameter, more or less. Um, and then uh, stretch goals, right now the plan is to be the Season 2 base and the Zoom Comics logo. And we may also do a stretch goal um, or just include one for our Beetle Bros logo pin. Those sold incredibly well. Uh, the reason we're going to do a Kickstarter is uh, mostly so that we know exactly how many we need. Right. Uh, and you guys are basically, it's like pre-ordering without, you know, the the uh, um, complexity of trying to keep track of pre-orders ourselves. Kickstarter is a, a good platform right. to keep track and of that And you don't stuff. need to go to GameStop and be like, hey, I, knew, I need the new Beetle Bros Pokemon game. Yeah, you don't have to ask six months ahead of time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, granted, you lose out on the Lugia and Ho-Oh yeah. figures, but... Uh, but that way you guys will be ordering them ahead of time and you'll be kind of, you know, staking your claim and then uh, we can, we'll put the pins into production and it'll take, you know, probably a month or so for those to get in, in production and get to us and we'll mail them out to everybody. So that's the plan with those. Keep an eye out in the uh, holiday season. We'll be announcing that. So, uh, you know, if you, if you uh, um, are looking for a gift for yourself or you've got a, uh, a fellow, a friend or significant other or whatever that's a fan of the show or a fan of Beetleborgs or B-Fighter, yeah, uh, you know, check those out. Next month, I'm sure we're going to have plenty of uh, opportunities yeah. for all of our lovely fans yep. to be able to and, take uh, advantage both, of both. Uh, when this episode, this episode will go live on Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Oh yeah, uh, you know who celebrates hey, um, it. Happy Colonizer Day. Woo! Um, yep. I, I'm just so glad that Squanto taught every single American colony. Uh, from the range <laughs> of 17,000 to 18,050 or whatever, how, how to, uh, uh, plant corn. I'm just so glad that, um, no native person has ever been forcibly taken over to the quote unquote old world to, uh, die of disease. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just really glad that, um, Columbus uh, graced our land with his presence and was able to have most of his men contract syphilis and just just decimate the European population with his sexually transmitted diseases that he got through rape. Yep. And uh, hallelujah. A fun thing I like to do is point out the, uh, <laughs> the the people who actually lived on the lands that we're living on. Our uh, at least my area of of the country where we lived was. Um, uh, most notably throughout history, um, pre-Europeans. <laughs> uh, yeah, Naruto Uzumaki was the one yeah, that ran the, the territory. It was mostly the Wyandotte tribe uh, was mostly around here. Uh, it, obviously, you know that because we're, we're pretty well, close to Wyandotte County. That name's but, not used anymore. Yeah, uh, the Wyandotte tribe doesn't actually, well, we really don't have any reservations or anything like that in the, in this immediate area, but the Wyandotte Gee, tribe I wonder is, why. Yeah. We got Osage Beach. Yeah. Uh, the Wyandotte tribe, I think, currently <laughs> is, their uh, active reservation is in Oklahoma, um, either Oklahoma or Utah, I think, right now. 
but uh, my yeah, specifically our our land that we uh, kind of uh, record on yeah, at Ryan, least that was the our land. land. <laughs> land is our land and not the native land from the Ozark Mountains. Our land. So yeah, as as you're uh, celebrating Thanksgiving and stuff, kind of it, it's nice to be aware of uh, who uh, actually lived here before we. Uh, most of us, anyway, got here. Or, 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 yeah, before, before we before we ended up here, one way or the other. Um, yeah. So happy Thanksgiving to those who celebrate it. And uh, if we don't hear from you, or you don't hear from us, then uh, Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or um, Ramadan, Ramadan, and uh, everything else that you could possibly celebrate. Um, happy Winter Solstice to. Uh, everyone that celebrates that as that's a more generic one but yeah happy holidays to everybody i think it's going to be a fun holiday season for the podcast and for everybody else because we're going to have some fun stuff coming out so Indeed, uh t public has a handful of sales that will will drop when we uh the holidays approach so uh, probably when this episode goes out around you know keep an eye out for black friday and cyber monday sales on t public i will try to negotiate a sale with Etsy. Those are a little yeah. tricky to, to put up sometimes, but Good luck. <laughs> um, if nothing else, I will drop prices on our pins and on uh, Godpunk stuff for um, probably from uh, from Black Friday to uh, Cyber Monday. So keep an eye out for that. And then as uh, Christmas and New Year's approach, there will be more sales on uh, both Public and my Etsy page um, for uh, Godpunk and Beetle Bros pins and all of that stuff. And again, uh, you know, thank you guys for chiming in on that and, and keeping an eye on, uh, everything. I know, um, we've not really had any, uh, we've not been super active in the, on the merch front this season. And, uh, I'm not going to lie. We've just not been super inspired to make new designs and stuff. He's but we're lying. We've it. all been super inspired. Yeah. But we're working on it. We've, we've <laughs> got, uh, we've got some, some, uh, you know, fire under our butts and we're going to get some stuff made and uh, I've got some new ideas for some content. We've maybe taking the YouTube channel in a different direction for a while, doing some new stuff on there that might be some, you know, fun um, video content. That's uh, not just the uh, uh, abridged style episodes that we you've seen in the past. We've got some plans. Well, for now that I objection because I think that what people really want is to hear me saying, uh, you know, chili dogs gotta go fast. <laughs> yeah. Historically speaking, yeah. That's You're all we wrong. need in our content channel. It is true. Uh, and yeah, with that, I've been Cam. I've been Nick. And I've been a flaming disappointment. And we've been the Big Bad Beetle Bros. Thanks for watching. Harmonized mm. fairly nicely on that one. <laughs> we well, yeah, we took choir classes for a reason. I know. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs>